Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Tuning into the Metal Forge, I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. Hey, Metalheads, thank you all for tuning into the Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson and I am your host. Holy shit, it is already July 16th, and it is not Thor's day, it's, it is though, what the fuck? Because that's who's in the show today, it's John Michael Thor of the band Thor, fucking super rad dude, he's on his, it's, uh, the release of his new album is today, Alliance, and Alliance is a, not necessarily a compilation album because it's all new songs, but there's so many awesome musicians playing on it. So, before we get into all that though, how the fuck are you guys doing? Time has went crazily fast for me, and now that I'm in the new studio and in the new house, it just seems like it's been going even faster, and it's like, wow, I wish it would not go as fast. You know, I should have done this shit like 20 years ago. Hint, hint, I should have done this thing when I was like 19. But anyways, we're, we're all dumb when we're younger, I guess, as they say. So anyways, I brought back the question of the week this week, and Thank you all so much for being so into the social media postings this week. It has been awesome. Not only was it the question of the week, but the Thor post and the Pantera post, which uh, for some fucking unknown reason was like, it, it went up like a fucking fire. And I don't know why. 
But I'm going to say my favorite comment that somebody said, and it's kind of a little bit of an inside joke here, uh, from the It's Going to Get Weird podcast, Frank Green said, uh, where I said wrong answers only, he said Spanky Lee. And if you want to hear some Spanky Lee, go into the archives. I know when I was at the radio station, I played some of their songs on the show. So, <laughs> um, but no, shout out there because uh, Mark Maxwell is you know one of the sponsors from Maxwell's House of Music, and that's where that comes from, which is which is pretty fucking funny. I, I love that comment, and thank you, Green uh, Frank, for <laughs> thank you, Green. Uh, no, thank you, Frank Green, for posting that because it's I seriously laughed out loud and it made my fucking day. But question of the week, like I said, it's back, baby, and this week's question of the week was give me your favorite live video and i that could be taken up for interpretation because is it a full concert is it a single video it's up to you so danny von giles brother from down under australia shout out brother and your patch is coming to you it's on the way uh says uh exodus whack in 2008 yes absolutely paul smith divine intervention uh paul from soul grinder the fanzine says ultimate revenge 2 uh, featuring forbidden faith of fear death dark angel and raven that just sounds like fun for the whole fucking family not a not a bad deal on that one i'm sure robert uh, Pius says the big four which is super cool too because the big four shows are awesome i mean i, kn- I had a friend that went to the show in yankee stadium and yeah because you can't go wrong there it's the big four Josh Carpenter says the new King Diamond DVD, which I'm not sure what it is he's actually referring to on that. If I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any advertisement for it or anything like that. However, if it's anything from like the 2019 tour he did with uh, Unto Others and Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats, shout out you guys, um, it's got to be fucking good because I was at the show and it was fucking phenomenal. Such a good show. And Alvaro Gomez says Sepultura in Barcelona 91. And I think that is prime time heyday Sepultura shit. Super fucking rad, bam, in your fucking face. Yes, I agree with you. Morgul Blade says Mr. Crowley, Ozzy 81, which is the After Hours video, which is the demo video that he shot for the record label stuff and to, to sit there and to shop out to the label. And that is a great version of Mr. Crowley. And it's just like it gets you going. And Randy has the awesome white Marshall stack and the black Marshall stack. And he's got them crisscrossed, the cabinets, to where it looks like a checkerboard. That's just cool. I love when bands do stuff like that, where they have something that's out of the norm. Like, I know somebody that has like a red Tolex Marshall. And it's like, I've always wanted it because it is so fucking weird that like you, you actually either did it yourself or you'd paid the fucking custom fee to do it. And I would totally have loved to have had something like that as a musician. Stumpy El Hombre says, Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden from Rock and Rio. And yes, Fear of the Dark is probably my favorite Maiden song, hands down. I mean... I know a lot of people are going to give me shit like, oh, what the fuck? Uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, Two Minutes to Midnight. Fucking. It's like, yeah, I get those. And they're great songs. Hallowed Be Thy Name. It's a great fucking song. 22 Acacia Avenue. I love too. You know, uh, Transylvania. Fucking. I love those songs. But 
Fear of the Dark, I think, was my first Maiden song that I had ever heard. And it's just that one that has stuck with me. And that album has just stuck with me. I've always been a fan of that album, even when I was not a fan of Maiden, per se. Before I took the Nesty Plunge back in 2014, and was like, you know what? I gotta do it. I gotta go see them. So I did. And now I, I fucking love everything. <laughs> even the Blaze Bailey stuff. And a lot of people don't like that, so... Uh, Vomit666 Clothing Line says any Watane live show will do it for them. And I could, I could dig that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not a big uh, black metal fan personally, but I, I, do, I dig it. I respect it. I want to get more into it. So send me some links to some people for that stuff. Uh, my pick would probably have to be... It's, kind of a, you know, a three-way tie thing here, would actually end up being the Binge and Purge live shows, which is Seattle in 89 and San Diego in 92, yeah, 91, 92, something like that, and because I remember borrowing those from a friend of mine when I was about 12 or 13 years old, and would just watch them repeatedly, and it was just fucking badass. Especially when, like, Justice is being played on the Seattle show and the stage fucking collapse and, and and Doris, as Metallica call her, Lady Justice, fucking just crumbles to the fucking stage. I could only imagine what it would be like. And I remember certain things like that where you had to actually see something in person to, to get it or you had to read it from somebody in a letter or somebody had to tell you, you know. Not like today where you can log on to the internet and get on to YouTube and see a phone fucking video or Facebook for that matter and see a phone video of a band's live show. But I'm dig- digress here. Um, the other I'm going to pick is Stage Fright from Motorhead. Came out in, I believe, 2005. And it's really fucking cool because it's from Germany. And they've always had a great fucking German turnout on their on their concert DVDs, and this one it's just in the height of that era where the the uh, like the Matrix style uh, and uh, filmography was taking place, where they would have like sixteen cameras and they would all take a still shot and it would basically like rotate the image in the on the screen kind of thing, which is super fucking badass, and that's why I'd have to pick that, and it's a fucking great set list also. So, hands down for that. Down below, there are links to the sponsors. And without you guys supporting them, they can't support the Metal Forge either. And I am so grateful that you all do help these businesses. Whether you're listening to their podcast, you're buying instruments from them, you're going and getting tattoos, you're going to the Discogs page. Thank you all so much. And continue to please support all of these guys. You know, Ageless Art, Tattoo and Piercing, Mom's Music, Maxwell's House of Music, Better Days Records, Unchained Tapes, Mercenary Press, The Wrestling Steve Show, The Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast, The It's Gonna Get Weird Podcast. Keep supporting those guys because every bit helps us at the Metal Forge and it helps them too. Y'all are fucking awesome. Thank you so much. Also, making sure you all uh, click on the Spotify playlist as well. You get to hear all of the previous uh, bands that have been on the show, and you'll be supporting those people as well, too. Thank you all. So let's go ahead and play a song from the band Thor. We're going to go back to the very beginning with Thor on this one, and stick around for, obviously, at the end of the show, we're going to play something off of the Alliance album as well. So... 
Like I said, we're going to go back to the very beginning with Thor here. This is Keep the Dogs Away. Metalheads, I'm being joined by the God of Thunder himself, Mr. John Michael Thor. And if you don't know about this guy, check out the documentary, I Am Thor. You'll get all the backstory you need to know. But I'm going to run through some things here. He's an actor. He is a musician. He has had almost a 50-year music career. He has had, I believe this is his 23rd album coming out today. And it is called Alliance. Thor, how are you doing, man? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, and I, I really uh, I want to extend my greetings across the miles, a handshake across the miles, and 
and uh, I'm just having a, a great day today. Uh, super hot, really hot out here on on the West Coast, but uh, having a great time. Really excited about the new album, and actually, it's the 39th studio album. Believe it or not. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, the, you know, 50 years of rock and metal and a 39th studio album. So maybe one day I'll be recognized. Hey, I recognize you now because <laughs> the career is absolutely ridiculous. Like just going even back to keep the dogs away. And I look through the metal archives a lot and they do get a lot of stuff wrong, unfortunately, because it's all uh, member driven, you know, members put in the, the work to update everything. And there are quite a bit of discography things in there where they're showing splits, EPs, uh, uh, full links, compilation albums. It's so insane. So 39 studio albums. That's, that's right. Yes. Wow. It's been a, it's sort of a scattered career because I've had my hands into all kinds of uh, things and I've tried all kinds of uh, genres of music as well. Uh, I mean, always the standard is for me, uh, and the strength for me is always ha and has been rock and metal. But, you know, I've tried different, uh, like Dogs 2, for example, uh, that was more new metal, you right. know, and, uh, you know, so, so people said, oh, Thor's doing nine inch nails. Well, uh, you know, that, it was, that was, uh, sort of very popular at the time in the nineties. And then I, I wanted to see see what it was like to make an album like that. And, but then if you want to go further, like into the early 70s, where glitter rock was big, you know, and glam, uh, and uh, Alice Cooper was big, and Kiss was starting out, well, then there was Thor and the Imps, and we had our album Muscle Rock. So uh, it, it's a long span, a long journey through the timeline. Absolutely. And... One of the cool things that I noticed here that you were the first both Mr. USA and Mr. Canada. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Wow. Uh, dude, that's I, awesome. I was just, yeah, I, uh, um, that's one thing I did. I, I, I started bodybuilding very young at seven years old. And then I started competing in bodybuilding around 12 and 13 years old. Uh, I, I had uh, a situation where my body grew uh, very fast, so I had this young face, but like an adult uh, body, you know. So it was right. unusual, and people found it unusual. So I started entering contests uh, because I was impressed with guys like Dave Draper, uh, Mr. Universe, and Larry Scott, Mr. Olympia, and and so then I I uh, uh, just went ahead. I didn't just want to compete in Canada. I wanted to go to the United States with the very best uh, work and compete there too. And and teenage Mr. America went against Lou Frigno. Uh, came runner up to him. Uh, we had a big pose down. Uh, it was a really close one. Uh, and, but you know, later on, of course, he became the Hulk. Yeah, but you were Thor though. So I think you know, in, in all actuality, you know, the Marvel fans out there. I think we could sit there and say that Thor could beat the Hulk. Uh, yeah, well, in that case, the Hulk beat Thor. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and we also uh, met again at another uh, championship in Switzerland, Mr. Universe. I represented Canada. He represented the USA. Uh, and, and uh, you know, he's just been a great friend 
over the years. And we, we have a big surprise coming up in, uh, in one of our record releases and also for July 16th regarding uh, the great uh, Lou Frigno. And of course, uh, you know, going back to bodybuilding, uh, you know, and, and winning Mr. USA and Mr. Canada, I always wanted to, uh, you know, try to be up there with the big champions like, uh, like Lou and of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dave Draper, and all those guys. So I, I would, I would go from Vancouver and travel down to Muscle Beach, uh, and, and train down there alongside the greats, like at Gold's Gym. And I think that gave me a little extra oomph there. Absolutely. Looking into that, that's, such a an interesting world to be a part of. Everybody seems to be. I don't. I don't mean character is in. It's somebody that they're playing. But everybody seems to be a character. Like you know, Lou Ferrigno has like this thing about him that, and Arnold has this thing about him that you can see, or just the, almost to the tune of almost like pro wrestling, almost that they're larger than life entities. Well, it all comes down to a marketing. Uh, and, and look, speaking of pro wrestling, look how many pro wrestlers are becoming great actors. Oh, absolutely. Like Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he's like, um, he's one of the greatest, uh, uh, money makers right now. It's all marketing. It's marketing. And, uh, the same was in bodybuilding. Like Schwarzenegger knew how to market himself. And then he became, of course, uh, Conan and then, uh, became the Terminator, and the rest is history. And so I'd like to think that I uh, was able to market myself uh, in various ways, in sports and also in entertainment. Definitely. So, back to Alliance here. This is the new album that's coming out today. This, I'm, I'm looking at this on the Bandcamp page right now, and I am shocked because very rarely do we get single albums here that are just like, this has 17 tracks on it. That's huge. Yes. Uh, well, you know, what What happened was, I'm a very creative guy, and we were out on tour uh, to promote Rising in early 2020, and then, of course, the Flaming Comet hit, which was uh, the pandemic. It, it stopped our tour, stopped us from promoting the, the album Rising. And, uh, you know, I basically uh, had to come home uh, before the borders closed to Canada, uh, after playing the U.S., we played our last gigs were in uh, Los Angeles and then Las Vegas, and that was it. Okay, had to cut it out, you know, come home, send everybody home. So anyhow, uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, basically put together uh, another album because we couldn't promote the uh, Rising anymore. So I decided to reach out and with a, a lot of help from my friends. And I must say, I want to say uh, Ted Jedlecki really helped me. Kevin Stewart Swain co-produced the album. Uh, John Leibel, Tom Croxton, Matt Matt Hamilton. Those were the, the core band. But then, you know, we reached out and everybody was pretty much didn't know what was going to happen in the world at that time. It was sort of like uh, War of the Worlds, you know, when the Martians came. What was happening? There was no vaccine. There was riots going on. There was... Uh, uh, just this enigma. It was enigma. It's it, it was a brouhaha out there. Like people were going crazy. So we decided, hey, let's make an album amongst all this madness and uh, reach out uh, around the world. And so we got guys like John Gallagher from Raven, you know, Ross the Boss who played in Manowar, Chris Holmes, 
uh, who played in Watts, you know, Danko Jones, uh, you know, Bjorn Strid from Soil Work, and, and, and so many more. Uh, Uncle Floyd even came in. Uncle Floyd, one of my heroes. Uh, you know, everybody came together for this alliance and to make this record. It's, it's, it's like, uh, we all lived in different countries. France, there was a guy from South Korea, England, you know, New York, uh, as far as a, a, another city and crazy things were going on, but we made this record amongst all that. Definitely. Uh, and I'm proud of it. And actually, I, I'm looking through here, and I see a friend of the Metal Forge actually on that list, uh, Mr. Uh, Trevor William Church of the band Haunt. Super rad Oh, man. Guy. You know, do you know, do you know that his father, Bill Church, played in Montrose, one of my favorite bands of all time? Oh, definitely. And the, and uh, Sammy's actual band. That's right. Yeah. The Rock the Nation. Electric Bill Church. <laughs> yes. Uh, super yes. cool stuff. I had, I did not know that until we were on the phone with each other when he was, we were two on our little pre-interview talk and he told me, he was like, yeah, my dad was this guy. And I was like, holy shit, dude. That's like insane. <laughs> Seriously, Montrose to me are one of the greatest bands, like rock bands. And, and I would call, I would say rock metal bands uh, in history. Right. They, they're in my top 10 of all time. That's, you know, it, it's great to have people like Trevor out there keeping the rock and metal world alive with the stuff that he does as well, like per, uh, performing on your newest album, which by the title Alliance is so suited for the lineup of people that you've had on this album, like uh, Bjorn Strid and John Gallagher and Neil Turbin. And Danko Jones and Frank Soda, you know, so it is an alliance. And that makes so, so much sense for an album title. But 17 tracks off of that, that is magnanimous. Because like I said, we don't get that in modern metal today. You, you get like eight tracks, which I'm fine with. But like when you get these giant albums for the price of even eight tracks is super cool to me. Yeah, well, I, you know, there was too much creativity that had to come out of my head and, uh, too much great talent that said, Hey, we want to be on your, on your album for, you know, and, uh, I, I'm so grateful to all these incredible, wonderful musicians with so much talent that, you know, I, I reached out to them and they, they said yes. And, uh, what a wonderful thing that was. And we were, we were able to do this Dropbox. I would say it's a Dropbox album. Uh, yes. You know, uh, it was co-produced, uh, here in, uh, uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. But the thing is, everybody recorded their parts in all different places. Frank Meyer and the Streetwalk and Cheetahs recorded their place, their stuff in Los Angeles. And, and then, uh, uh, Josephus, uh, and the Jonestown Massacre, they recorded their stuff in, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, home of Elvis Presley, uh, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, you, you know, so it's, it's just so amazing to me. We couldn't have done this, like, say, 20 to 30 years ago. This is something, this is technology. Uh, it, uh to me, technology, if there was to be a pandemic, that technology was at the right place in the right time. 
Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that. And doing these interviews, I, I talk to people weekly, and you would be surprised on how many bands that were passion projects that, you know, this is something that they just tooled around with over over the course of a few years, but the pandemic made it real because their actual project they couldn't do on a weekly basis anymore. So they reached out to their friends in other cities and were like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? It's been what I've noticed a more and more occurring thing where bands have had members in Dayton, in Chicago, in Houston, and L.A., just to name four cities, that they were, they're all members of this one band, but they're all strung out across the United States or world, for that matter, because there's just as many that have members that live in you know, the United Kingdom and the United States or Canada. And technology has really, I don't want to say upped its game, but it's really come into full effect for bands to be so creative with people everywhere. Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's got us to where, you know, we can do these type of things. Like I was talking with Sean Peck. He said he released three albums in one month, not, not too long ago. And I, and I, and I said, wow, that's creativity for you. You know, I, I, I thought I'm doing 39 albums. You know, I'm just going to keep on going. You know, I'm already writing my 40th. Wow. And, and, and you're right. Absolutely. It is the creative aspect because I believe it was uh, Trevor Church as well, who I've heard him say that once he has something that's set for release, he's already writing something new and is already in the process of recording the new thing when the current is being released. So, yes, and you have to not let the grass grow. No, not these days, especially, you know, uh, back in the old days, back in the 60s and 70s, when I was uh, starting out, uh, you know, you, re- you recorded uh, analog and, uh, on, a, on a two inch tape, 24 track. And if you wanted to edit, you know, it was a slower process. If you wanted to edit, you actually used a real razor blade and edited, painstakingly edited the the tape and and then glued it back together again. And you know, with the digital world, boom, boom, everything's fast. Yes. So you got to speed up with this kind of world we're in, and that's just the way uh, the progression works. You know, I've always wondered what it. I've never got to record on tape like that. I've recorded on like cassette tape and stuff, but like never on you know, half inch, two inch, any kind of like giant tape reels. And it's always been an interesting thing to me to watch a year and a half in the life of Metallica where they're putting together the black album and they're splicing single drum hits into the master tape. And I'm just like, wow, that's insane. (laughs) It's quite amazing. And, uh, I remember when we were recording in the, in the sixties, uh, you get a warm sound with the board. It's like a tube, you know, a tube sound, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and it, uh, the digital sounds is different. It's slightly different. It's sort of like filming on digital as opposed to, uh, you so, know, filming w- with real 35 millimeter, millimeter film when you're making a movie. There, right. there is a certain warm quality you get. Uh, with the old way. Oh, definitely. And I, being a nostalgia hound for things like that, I have been, I love watching older film 
where, you know, it was made in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, uh, predominantly where you get that grainy quality of the 35 millimeter film. It, it almost, yes. it does add a warmth to it where in this day and age where the smoothness of everything that's out there with the digital, it almost adds like a sterile quality to it. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, like, like for example, uh, if you want to, uh, look at an older film that's shot on on 35 millimeter, uh, or even a newer film, 35 millimeter. The sky is is a is a bluer quality, and if it's it's shot on on digital, they're trying to perfect this. The the sky doesn't quite come out. That's how you kind of know that it's digital versus uh, uh, you know 35 millimeter film. And and of course, I always like the old movies because uh, you know there's. On the desks, there's only a typewriter and a telephone or intercom. There's no uh, computers. Right. You know, if you look at a movie, there's no computers on the desk or, you know, that kind of stuff. And no cell phones. Definitely. Unless it's Star Trek, of course. Yes. And then there's always, <laughs> then there, they had computers back in, yeah, in the 60s and stuff, for sure. <laughs> Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.com bigcartel.com Hey, are you all in a band? Do you need merch for shows? By now I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out at UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Speaking of films, you actually have a film coming out soon as well, is that correct? That's right. I'm uh, working uh, with Len Kapasinski, who's directing uh, a new movie. It's actually just started. It started uh, filming in... Uh, it's going to be shot in Pennsylvania. They started filming in Pennsylvania this weekend. Uh, it, it, then it goes to Los Angeles, and then we'll be filming in Vancouver. Because of the travel restrictions, I'm going to film most of my parts in Vancouver, and I'll be co-starring in a, the movie. It's called Pact of Vengeance. Uh, we have the title song uh, that we're going to be doing. It's it's uh, co-written uh, uh, by Ted Jedlicki from our band. Uh, Kevin Stewart Swain has a song that he's writing uh, for the movie. And uh, so it'll have four songs in it, plus 
I'll, uh, yours truly here will be uh, co-starring in it, uh, along with Leo Fong, who's, uh, you know, was, was famous actually during the Bruce Lee days. So it, it's, it's sort of like a Bruce Lee high action type movie uh, that, that we're filming. Absolutely. I'm looking this up on Indiegogo right now. I'm not sure if you can still donate to that. It looks like you can. So I uh, I think they they got it full they got it fully funded actually plus yeah. the producers uh, company Killer Wolf Films also put money in so I think it's got a pretty good budget definitely at least I hope sure. so when they when they when they uh, are supposed to give you my paycheck I hope <laughs> the, the money's in the bank right you, you <laughs> hope it's there and it looks like it's a uh, like a military esque type film. Because yes. it looks like some of the join our pact. It says film and more. It was twenty five dollars, and it looks like you got a a patch with it, along with a digital version of a of the film. So that's pretty cool. These, yeah, no, the guy's a great filmmaker. Uh, remember the movie The Expendables, right? Uh, oh, it's definitely. sort of like the, these, you know, like this group of ours in the movie uh, were the obliterators, you know, and uh, so we got to help uh, Leo Fong's character out. Uh, you know, I'm a retired general, but I have to come back to, to help him uh, take care of some things. Definitely. Uh, so look forward to that coming out. Uh, hopefully, you know, soon within the next uh, few months, I would think, you know, hope speaking, hopefully here, because if it, filmmaking is anything like music these days, it can happen in, at the drop of a hat. Yes. Yeah. It's any, it's anything can happen, uh, especially in these days. I mean, you know, we're hoping that the touring will start again at the drop of the hat, you know, uh, because we, you know, we want to get out there and promote uh, the new album Alliance, but there's travel restrictions and, uh, you know, I can't cross the border right now because of this. Uh, uh, and the thing is, we're going to still do a special events like there's a special event in Denver uh, that's going to be put on. Uh, a listening party. There's going to be a special event over in Tyrol and in, Sw- in Sweden. Uh, there's going to be uh, 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 one in Pittsburgh uh, that Eric Jackson Leary's putting on, sponsored by Stoney's Beer. It's uh, Attic Records Store is going to do one. So we have listening parties on the 16th of July. They're going to be all over the world. And we're just going to uh, try to do the best we can in this day and age of the pandemic. I think things are going to open up more and more. Regions are opening up more and more. Canada is behind still in vaccines. But, hey, it, you know, it's all going to start happening again. And we'll be out there on tour. I look forward to seeing the fans again out on tour. Definitely. I want to switch over here. I want to ask some general profile questions about John Michael Thor as a person, as the world knows, you know, everybody's people We're all in it together as the pandemic has driven home over the last year and a half. Almost. These are going to be all about you as a person. What is something you have always wanted to do, but you'd never felt you were coordinated enough to do? Uh, I guess, uh, uh something I've always wanted. I, I know I've pretty much done everything I wanted to do. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, I like to do some parachute jumping, uh, just somehow, you know, that's something I never did. Uh, that's something I'd be interested in doing. That's rad. <laughs> I'm just going to say that is totally rad. What food can you not stand? I cannot stand like something like a pepper that's too hot. Mm. 
not a not a fan of the the Carolina Reapers and stuff like that. I see. I I, I like well, I like peppers, uh, but I but now when they're really hot, I I can't. It's too much for me, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I get acid reflux. Mm. <laughs> what song do you listen to before every show you play? There's standards. Uh, one song I'm listening to over and over again, and I put on all the time, is uh, Heartbreaker by, by Led Zeppelin. Mm. Another one I like is uh, There's a Place by The Beatles. Like those two songs I kind of like to listen to. They make me uh, feel a certain way before I go on stage. They get you in that zone. They get They put me in, my, in the zone. Definitely. So if I were to ask the question... Of Sabbath or Zeppelin, what would you say? Well, Zeppelin for me. Definitely. I, lo- I love both bands, but Zeppelin um, were the ones that I really got into first before Sabbath. Right on. Absolutely. Uh, what is the worst album by your favorite band? Uh, the, the worst album by my favorite band? Oh, man. Uh, shoot, I... That's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because uh, you know I have a lot of favorite bands, and I I, I don't ever like to to say, oh yeah, they had a uh, their worst album. I that one I may have to put aside. Definitely, uh, uh, I, I could tell you. I mean, maybe I I'll tell you uh, uh, maybe my worst album uh, that that I did. <laughs> well, I guess the way I I try to look at that question is the album that you would skip over if you if say. You were you're a Led Zeppelin fan, and you just for some reason don't like, I don't know, Coda or something like that. And you're like, nah, I just wouldn't listen to Coda. You know, that's really what I, I the way the the question were to be. But we can put it aside for sure. What if- no, I, I could go go with a song? I tell you, I do your maker oh. is is a song I would probably skip for Zeppelin. I think. You know, I heard somebody do it. I think it was Cheryl Crow did a cover of that one time and i was just like what <laughs> it made me it made me want to listen to theirs <laughs> yeah no it uh i mean Ze- zeppelin can do no wrong but you know and i like everything they do but uh definitely maybe maybe i'll give that one another try yeah listen listen to the cheryl crow version i bet you'd like theirs more <laughs> sure absolutely <laughs> uh, what advice would you give your younger self to my younger self be a doctor <laughs> right just like just like your mother said go be a doctor no <laughs> no i i like i said i've had an incredible career in heavy metal and and rock but some of the highs have been really high and some of the lows have been really low for sure and some of the lows i i wish i never experienced but that's the music business right you, you know that's the music business and uh some of the lows you don't know if you're ever going to come out of them uh, but it, you know, it's been exciting. It's been exciting. And I've had some terrific highs, but I guess if, if you were a doctor, uh, you'd be a little more stable in life. Maybe you still got, you know, in any, every profession, there's highs and lows, even, even, uh, doesn't matter if you're a CEO of a major corporation or whatever There's there's always major, major, uh, this and that, you know, highs and lows. Yeah, I, I, I see what you say with that, and I think, honestly, you kind of are a doctor already, if you want to look at it that way, because we write the soundtracks to people's lives 
And we get people through tough times and we try to make people feel better just as much as doctors do, I think. You know, I, that's a good point. It's, it's the, you know, the uh, doctrine of metal. Definitely. You're a metal, you're a metal, a metal physician. Definitely. (laughs) And, and I would never say that, like, I would never want to be what I do with that. And, and absolutely. I see what you say. Like, yeah, take mom's advice and be a doctor. But, you know, I think, you know, for one, people can afford our prices more than doctors' prices. Yeah, <laughs> these, absolutely. Especially if you're in America <laughs> these days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Uh, Superman, The Adventures of Superman. Mm, it, with George Reeves. With George Reeves. Wow. That's a, that's a first on here. I've, I've gotten a lot of other ones from, from the era. And for sure, I don't get to see enough of the classic stuff like that, like Superman and stuff. It's always, they, they always seem to rerun like Bewitched and I Dream of Genie and The Twilight Zone, which I love The Twilight Zone and, and Samantha is gorgeous. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see Superman occasionally. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love it. For sure. So metalheads and, and musicians in general are usually a, a group of eclectic people. We all are very, a lot of times, opinionated. We collect a lot of things as well. We, we're world travelers. We get to stop in crazy, obscure places and, and find knickknacks and stuff. So what do you collect? I uh, probably collect too much. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I will second I've got that. a, yeah, I'm, uh, my plan next is to be a minimalist, but I have collected a lot. All around the world, a lot of it's like T-shirts, like the like the Sweden Rock T-shirts that we appeared in with our name on, along with all the other big bands or uh, Muscle Rock Festival and Sauna Open Air Festival and all the different festivals and and even going back to the 80s, I've got T-shirts that I I have, you know, of uh, all our different places we've gone to and performed at, uh, as well as you know different T-shirts of other acts. Uh, that I like as well, like Tank or uh, Man of War or, you know, Motorhead. Um, yeah, just just a lot of, you know, merchandise. That's what I've collected from a lot of my tours. Definitely. See, I've always wanted to be a shirt person, but I'm a bigger guy, and shirts really are, after you get to be into a 3X or anything, shirts are kind of scarce for a lot of bands because of the cost involved in making bigger sizes. But, yeah. Uh, merch for me as well. I'm a I'm a huge patch hound. I love it when bands put out uh, interesting patches. So yeah, the merch thing is definitely up there for me. I, I'd agree with you on that. Hey guys, Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You'll also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. My show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is The Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like like Confucius said... uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling.
Hey, it's Mark Maxwell at Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's going to get weird as the name of the podcast. We're on season two. So you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have y'all ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no Man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one, because they stopped beating their wives. <laughs> and weird, we never even thought of. Well, no, my friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. <laughs> weird. Right. It's gonna get weird. Is the name of the podcast available everywhere? And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Gonna Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. What is a band that you like that none of your friends like? Oh, uh, you know, Frankie Yankovic, you know. Uh, uh, not Weird Al Yankovic. But right. The actual Frankie Yankovic, you know, the Polka King. I, I like that kind of, I like all kinds of music, so I'll, I'll listen to him. And, uh, you know, n- none of my friends really uh, you know, who are into metal or rock really like that kind of music. But to me, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. And I, I respect all musicians, all, all musicians who have had to tour and get out there and work hard and put records out. Uh, I respect all of them. Definitely. And you actually play accordion or did at one time. Is that correct? That's right. I, uh, I played accordion as a kid. Uh, and then, uh, in one show, uh, late years later, when I did a Thor concert, I brought the accordion out on stage and, uh, I hooked it onto a steel pole and, and set it on fire. And I, I pulled it right across the stage and it ripped apart. Um, I just wanted to make a statement, but I do like accordions. Definitely. You like accordionists, not necessarily. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, just people who want to put people down, 
or artists down for the sake of putting them down. Definitely. You know, some, like an artist can come out with a really great album, but still doesn't matter how good the album is, how good the cover is or whatever. You've got people who just want to put, you know, they just don't like that artist. So they'll go, go online, uh, you know, in the chat box, or whatever, and just, you know, put the album down or put the artist down uh, without really giving it a listen or anything like that. That's a big pet peeve. I, I'm more into being positive and, uh, you know, listening to the records. I don't like putting people down or artists. I like uh, listening to what they have and, 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 you know, with respect. Absolutely. For sure. What album is an absolute playthrough for you? What album can you listen to front to back? Oh, Sgt. Pepper's by the Beatles. I could listen to that over and over again. Amazing. Yeah, it's there's nothing else like it. And I agree for sure. So got one more question. But before we get into it, I do want to sit there and say, go to the links in the description below. Click the links. Go buy the new Thor album Alliance today. It comes out today. You can get it on Bandcamp, which will be linked below. I'm sure it's going to be everywhere else like Amazon, Google Play. If you if digital's your thing, go get it there. You can buy the physical copies on the Thor Bandcamp page of CD, and it looks like vinyl as well. And it looks like it's going to be a special, you got a couple of different colors. It looks like you got a silver and a red. Yeah, the silver platter and the blood red. Definitely. I, I just wanted to say that we're also going to release on that day a new video with a very, very special guest uh, that will be in the video. And it will be an official video for a movie. Oh, that's, see, we're, we're getting into it now. That's, that's where it's at <laughs> for sure. Uh, Thor, thank you again for coming on to the metal forge. Uh, last question I have for you is what album changed your life? Well, I think, uh, the al album that changed my life, uh, again, you, you say, oh, this guy's too much into the Beatles or whatever, but they changed my life. And <clears throat> uh, Meet the Beatles uh, was a big one for me. You know, uh, or uh, it, it was called Beatlemania here in Canada, I think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that one where there's a place uh, and all the different songs on there uh, just really uh, changed my life. Uh, that's when I, I start. Like when I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, and I'm sure other Artists have said the same thing over and over again. When I saw them on Ed Sullivan, uh, I changed from accordion and started playing guitar. And that's when I firm, formed my first bands like the Ticks, uh, you know, and, and the Centaurs and, and uh, you know, got into to rock, you know, and, and it changed my life, completely changed my life. That's That's amazing. And even today with you know, the younger generations of people that are out there and, you know, with like Metallica and, you know, the, those big bands, Anthrax and Slayer and uh, Avenged Sevenfold for even younger people, you know, I still think there are a ton of musicians out there and I'm almost 40. So even in my age group and even younger, I think the Beatles are out there still influencing people to become musicians and just changing the way music is for people. Absolutely. Uh, I feel that just like 
you know, hundreds of years later, people still listen to Beethoven or Mozart. I think hundreds of years into the future, they'll still be listening to the Beatles. And uh, I don't know how many people will be listening to whatever band or music that is being played now, say 300, 400, 500 years from now. What will they be listening to? It's very interesting, but I guarantee you the Beatles will will be listened to 500 years from now. Oh, absolutely. I I agree with you 100% on that. And there's other bands that I believe that would be that way as well. I Personally, I think bands like Motorhead that have persevered through a ridiculous amount of career, your band even, I still think people would listen to even then because perseverance is key and standing up and believing and doing right for musicians. That's the, that's the message that gets put out. That's the message that people will continue to listen to day in, day out, year after year, after year, after century still will listen to, I believe. Very well said. Very well said. Uh, I would, I would like to put, keep the dogs away in a time capsule along with uh, Motorhead's Iron Fist and uh, hopefully it'll, with some other paraphernalia in there <laughs> and cemented over to be opened in 3035 and, and <laughs> see what happens. That is an inc- incredible idea. And we should, we should really do that. I'm going to, I'm going to get with the, the show producers here and I'm going to see if we can't make something like that happen. But it has to, it has to be sealed and it has to be on vinyl. That's the thing. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. It has to be on vinyl because of the spectrum. So we're going to, I'm going to talk to produ- the producers here on the show and we're going to see what we can do about getting something like that done because that's a great I, idea. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thor, again, thank you so much for coming on to the Metal Forge. You've been a requested uh, interview by so many of my listeners. They're like, hey, can you get this guy? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. And that's why a few months ago I sent you the message and you were like, well, I've got a new album coming out, so let's talk about it. And thank you again so much for coming on this week. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, thanks to all those who uh, requested to have me on. And I extend... uh Greetings out there, again, across the miles to all uh, those who support Thor and not just Thor, but all the bands and, and, and metal in general. Thank you very much. Rock on. Definitely. And off of the new album, Alliance, what song do you want me to play leading out today? I, if you could play Rock Around the World, that would be great with Danko Jones Definitely. and Uncle Floyd. Uncle Floyd. As uh, a real New Jersey, New Yorker guy, you know, he's he he has a little guest spot on there. See if you can hear him. Stop! 
like a great idea. Hey, thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now... We're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. By becoming an Apprentice Metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.